Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Let me start off by thanking our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by the Strides app. And for anyone that knows me, know that I am very goal-oriented. In order for you to get in a plane and go to Orlando and run Disney or get into a plane and go to that destination race such as a Puerto Rico 5K or just running your personal best in any race that you sign up to, these things do not happen by chance. It happens because you sat down, you made a plan, and your daily habits is crucial in order to hit your desired goal. So the Strides app is an app to help you track all your goals and habits in one flexible app. With Strides, you can track anything, good or bad habits, and smart goals with reminders to hold you accountable and charts to keep you motivated. Recommended in the New York Times, Strides have been called the most comprehensive, user-friendly, beautifully designed goal tracking app available. Imagine having all your most important habits, routines, and goals together in one simple to-do list. Now you can. Track anything you want with four types of goals. Create a streak with a streak calendar. Uh, Need to hit a target by a certain date. You got a specific date in mind. You can track that way. Rolling averages. And then lastly, you have a project that you would like to complete on time. Use the milestones portion of the app to help you get there so guys hit your running stride with the strides app today i will leave a link in the show notes uh welcome to another week of the show i'm your host coach tadris episode 82 that's right 82 straight weeks of delivering some content some running tips intermittent fasting tips And those tips combined together has been helping people get the health results they've been chasing after all of their life. And I'm going to tell you right now, um, I know you could be listening to anything in the world right now, but you decided to press play on this episode. And I'm not sure why. Maybe you were a longtime listener. You've been listening to us since episode one, or maybe you just found our podcast. And I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be hard for me to top last week's episode, episode 81 featured Claire Thomas from the United Kingdom, my first international interview. So once again, guys, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, go back in our archives. I interview 
people that have inspired me. Maybe local members of our Keep Calm and Run to the Best You 5K training program. And or I might see someone on social media posting their uh, colorful run pictures or, you know, I might see a clip of their story. And I'm like, man, that, that's a person I would like to talk to because that may inspire my local members here in New Jersey but, and or someone listening to the podcast for the first time. Your story, there's someone out there that can benefit from your story. And I actually encourage you to go into the show notes and email me at coachtadris at gmail.com and share your story with me. And maybe you too could be featured on our next podcast. But this lady Claire Tom Thomas from the United Kingdom, I mean, she took up running at about the age of 35, 36, and she never ran before. She had 50 pounds to lose. She ended up losing 60 some altogether. She's on a streak of like 260 days straight of running. And within three months, she ran a half marathon. And usually it takes a while to build up, you know, to run something like that. But, and then she told me something that I wasn't even aware of is that there's a such thing as six majors the six world majors. So she's ran full marathon in Berlin, in London, and in the Chicago Marathon. So she has three more, one in New York City Marathon, the Boston Marathon, and then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, one in China. So those are the six world majors in when it comes to marathons. So amazing, amazing stuff. So Go back, listen to that story. It will blow your mind. And uh, so let's get into today's topic. Today, I'm talking about best running advice in four words or less, right? So when it comes to running, there's no need to complicate things. Um, there's times when we do seem to complicate things due to the noise. Listening or reading to, reading different articles that tell us that we should be doing this or should be doing that. We may complicate things when we get into our digital smartwatches or our, uh, I use the Nike Run Club, you might use a Garmin. And all these things may seem to cloud our, our judgment or what we should be doing, right? But in this week's podcast, we are going to review some of the best advice people have ever been given in four words or less. And I'm going to tell you that these, you, you, what you're going to want to do is you want to take these simple pieces of advice and apply them to your running and or your walking toolbox. Because guys, when we, we are training or we're running in that event, our mental, our mind game is so important. It's just as important, if not more important, than what our legs are doing, what our lungs are doing, what our arms and shoulders are doing, right? That mind is so powerful. That mind can stop you or it can propel you forward. So we've done a podcast in the past talking about running mantras to help you get through. And this is no different, right? You can actually use these pieces of advice to either get started, to keep going, and or to finish strong. I'm going to say that this article was inspired by our MVP member of the Run to the Best You program, Chris Ballard. She posted a photo of this in our private online accountability group. And I thought to myself, this would be actually good. Let me post it on our, our main page 
and start to share it and see if we can get some other people's thoughts. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I actually have those people's thoughts on that's going to be featured on this podcast. So first, when it comes to the four words, four best pieces of advice, Sandra Martinez, you can go back and listen to her story. She was actually on our podcast. She was the first one to comment on this. Her four words were love yourself and run. Now, once again, you can listen to her podcast. We interviewed her last uh, January or so, and her son has uh, autism. He's autistic, and we did a whole series on parents keeping themselves healthy, although they may deal with a child or a parent that has a disability. Because when you are in that situation, your health may take a back burner. You know, you might put yourself in a back burner, as it were, because you have so much to do. But Sandra is that mother who makes sure that she takes care of her responsibilities with her son, Anthony, but she still finds time to run, sign up for races, and get the job done. So at some point in her life, someone told her, love yourself and run. And that is a good piece of advice. That's so funny. Like, sometimes we forget. Do you forget to love yourself? Do you look into the mirror and say, I love you to yourself? That may sound crazy. When we do our stretches sometimes and I we have a stretch routine that stretch out our shoulders and I say, let's do the huggers. Love yourself and give yourself a hug today, right? Because you did an amazing job out here on your training run today. All right. Next, we have Olivia DeVrogatis. And her four pieces, her four words, pieces of advice is listen to your body. Listen to your body. We interviewed Olivia DeRogatis, a very, uh, very motivational young, young person in her 20s. Um, Met her at, (laughs) I met her at, won the boardwalk in Atlantic City, New Jersey after the Bungalow Five Miler in 2019. I just happened to be walking past her and I was like, those are some really nice uh, shoes you have. And she was like, thank you, very soft-spoken. I finished the five miles in like uh, 40 some minutes, right, early 40 minutes. And I just noticed this person sitting on on a bench, just chilling. I asked her about her shoes, this, that, other thing. I went to the award ceremony and guess who took first place, overall female? This young lady, with a time of, I don't remember her time, so I don't want to like overstate how fast she was, but uh, it was absolutely incredible. I could not believe that this was the girl that was, I just finished the race and, you know, she's been sitting there for about 10 minutes or more (laughs) just uh, relaxing. And uh, we we took a picture with her, me and the, the crew that was there. I said, hey, you mind if we get a picture together? Had her on a podcast and she lit it up as well. This, she was on the podcast in the earlier, you know, probably within the first 15 episodes or so. Um, but listen to your body. That is some good advice. So you might be in the middle of a run and you might feel a little little twinge here and there. What do you do about it? You can actually, I read a book by Jeff Galloway that said that you can mentally send blood to that area and you can actually get through that little twinge here or there 
and then it will go away. And I know exactly what he's talking about because I, I, you know, basically do that from time to time. I might go on a 13 mile run, maybe in mile five, I'm feeling a little something in my, my hip or, or in my ankle or something like that. And then mentally get blood to that area, focus on that spot. And before you know it, you're in mile seven and you don't even feel that pain anymore. But listen to your body means if you have tried something like that and it continues to persist, then you, it's better to just stop, walk it off, go see your physical therapist, go find someone to go get it looked at before you make the problem worse. You gotta listen to your body. Do nothing foolish. DNF could stand for did not finish, but it also means do nothing foolish. All right, Brian McDowell, Dowell, uh, he says, appreciate the moment. Now, we had him on the podcast as well. Uh, listen, guys, I didn't set none of this up. These are the first three people who are commented, and it so happens that all three of them were on the podcast at some point, and his episode was called From Fat to Fast. This dude is like six, six three or something, very slim, slender. He comes out there and runs a fast uh, 5K, won his age group or something. I'm like, man, you were born to run, right? And it's like, it's just in your DNA. And then I see a picture of him on social media, heavy, holding a beer in his hand. And I'm like, what? I didn't know you, you know what I mean? I didn't know that, that, that you look like you've always been a runner, right? So I appreciate his words, appreciate the moment. Someone told him at some point, appreciate the moment, man. Live, focus when you're in your run, appreciate everything about it, appreciate the moment that you're in, and that, that's, that's good advice. Next, we got Jared Lombardi. He says, don't give up. Man, so that's some good advice, right? So what is it in your life that you are trying to strive after, but you just keep hitting those hiccups? You just keep hitting against the wall. But you keep trying anyway. In the running world, maybe it's getting a sub 30 minute 5K. Maybe it's you're already at 25 minutes for the 5K and you're trying to get 23 minutes or something like that, 24 minutes consistently. <clears throat> maybe you're trying to get that sub two hour half marathon. Don't give up. Now, we don't want to train foolishly. Like, you don't want to just think that if I just try harder, I will get it. No, you have to be strategic. Here's my quick thing. Speed days on Tuesdays, tempo runs on Thursdays, and a long distance run on Sunday or Saturday. That's just the basic. That's just, you know what I mean? But that is the premise. When I say that's just the basic, we don't have to complicate things. We don't have to complicate things. With those three days of training, those three key days will get you to better results. Now, what you do on speed days, what you do on tempo runs, what you do on the long distance runs, all depends on your your current goals, all right? And if you need help, bring me on as your coach. I can help you. We have some. Uh, we have an accountability group that uh, if you subscribe to, um, I will help you get to your next race, Um to your next level of wherever it is that you want to go. Step up to the 10K, half marathon, full marathon. We got something for you. All right, next, Jasmine says, everything will always work out. Okay, all right, everything will work out, especially 
if you have put in the practice. If you have put in the work, trust the process, it'll work out. Next, we have Adam. He says, I just felt like running. I have no idea why this made it into the list, but he commented, I put it in. I just don't know what this have to do with advice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe someone said to him, I just felt like running. And he was like, that's a good idea. Let me start running too. All right, boom. Adam, you made it into the cut, man. I still put you in, man. I appreciate your comment. Thank you so much. Chrissy Ann. Now on the website, on the blog that matches this podcast, I ain't going to lie to you. I actually bold in this and it's the biggest piece of advice that anyone has commented in this thread here. And it says, work with Tadrees Parker. Christian, thank you so much for saying that. That is so awesome. I'm serious, that, that, that touches my heart. That's the biggest piece of advice that uh, she was given. And uh, what can I say? Thank you. Luz Ramirez, just keep moving forward. I like that. Thank you so much for that comment, Luz keep just keep moving forward right you got to you know lose uh tried to quit smoking cigarettes for some time and kept returning back to them but we are happy to say that she joined us on and i don't want to take credit for this she this is all her but she actually joined our health connection calls in june and then from those health connection calls she let everyone know on the call we do them every wednesday and those that are uh, a part of our account- online accountability group who subscribe to our program is able to come listen to a little topic that I may have uh, constructed like emotional eating part one and two, uh, how to build healthy habits part one and two, stress eating, okay? Th- these type of topics that we, we touch on and our members from around the world are able to come in. They can also do Q&A, question and answer. And we also uh, celebrate each other for the achievements that we have gained over the last week, last month or whatever. And Luz jumped in on that call and decided that she was going to make a real strong effort to quit smoking. Well, that was in June, late June 2020. I just saw Luz as she is from Colorado. I'm here in New Jersey. I was able to uh, meet up with her. She is here in Jersey uh, taking care of her sick mother. Hopefully she gets well soon. Um, In the meantime, in the meantime, while she's here in New Jersey, she actually made me a blanket, a hand knitted a, a blanket. It has the keep time and run to the best you colors on it, red, black, and uh, it's predominantly black, red with white. And uh, thank you so much for that blanket. And you know what? I just wanted to do that check in. Hey, Louis, how you making out with uh, continuing uh, to be smoke free, a non-smoker? And that's what she is now. She's a non-smoker based on that premise of just keep moving forward. Even though she have may have may have made attempts in the past, boom. She didn't give up. Like Jared said, don't give up. She didn't give up. She got on one of those calls with us. And every week when she would get on those calls, she's like, I'm I'm down from 10 a day. Now I'm only doing seven a day. Now I'm only doing three a day. And then, you know, now here she is, a non-smoker. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And I'm able to share that on the podcast. 
All she shared was just keep moving forward, but those are my takeaways based on how I know her to be. Lisa Fontana says, you are amazing. So this is this is the best piece of advice. So in this actual uh, picture that Chris Ballard shared was best running or life advice in four words or less. In case I didn't say that earlier. So th- these four words can also be not running tips, but life advice. So someone told Lisa, you are amazing. And sometimes we may not feel that about ourselves. And for someone else to tell us that, maybe that is just the juice that we need to keep going. When you're running in live events, how does it feel when you run past some volunteers who says, come on, you got this. You're amazing. Let's go. Or you see that sign. That sign might be for someone else, but you read it and take it for yourself too, right? Next, we have Donna Kuslanis. I am so glad to see that she commented on this. We miss her in our local program here. She says, conquer the bridge. Best piece of advice, conquer the bridge. What she's talking about. We have a race here in New Jersey called the Trail of Two Cities that goes over an Ocean City Bridge. It goes over from Ocean City to Summers Point. It's a 5K, but it's one of the toughest 5Ks in New Jersey because the bridge is humongous. And you have to run over the Ocean City side. Then there's like a mile of flat. And then you have to go over to Summers Point side. And then when you think you're done there, you actually have like three quarters of a mile to go to the finish line. It's it's phenomenal. I love the race. And Donna has triplet sons, just like Chris Ballard. And they both conquered the bridge several times. And um, we know that that type of thing makes you stronger, gives you a booty. Running up that running up that incline is no joke. With that, next we have Cindy. She says, "Stop when it hurts." All right, that kind of goes back in harmony with "Listen to your body," right? Uh, Marissa Rofi. She says, "Get out the door." That's one of the hardest things about running. It's just getting started, getting out there. You psych yourself out. Let's try to find ways to psych ourselves up instead of psyching ourselves out. You get what I'm saying? You, you you psych yourself out. You're like, man, it's cold out there. <sighs> Let me just procrastinate a little bit. Where's my socks? Where's my shoes? You know what? Maybe I'll do it when it gets a little warmer today. You know what I mean? And then later that day may never come. So you wanna you wanna get out there. Pick a time of day that you can be consistent. And no matter what the weather is, get out the door. Don't procrastinate. Don't go looking for a bunch of stuff. Make sure you put your stuff in the same locations all the time so you know exactly. I have no idea where my gloves are right now. This is straight up. This is straight talk. And so I procrastinated just a touch today trying to find my daggone gloves. And then I just said, you know what? I got to get out the door. I got to go work on the speed. You feel me? Next, we have Ashley Pickens. I don't know where she heard this. these four words from. Maybe she heard me talk about the run, walk, run or somewhere else. It's okay to walk. It's okay to walk. So I've been practicing the run, walk, run since 2015, since I learned about it. Amazing techniques. Um, And we could talk more about that at another time, but I love that. Those four words helped Ashley Pickens. Thank you, Ashley, for commenting. Carla Harris says, consistency is key. Oh, 
but consistency builds momentum. That's something that I wrote down on my board last week when I heard it in a book that or in, on a different podcast that I was listening to. And so consistency, Carla, is key. And someone told her that piece of advice and she's been out there doing her thing. Uh, she signed up to the, the Coco 8K a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to you. I didn't meet you there because we had different waves in which we went out, but I love that. Consistency is key. So if you're listening to this and you're a beginner and you want to improve, you can't improve if you're inconsistent. Don't be that person that is consistently inconsistent because consistency is key. That, that's, that's the key right there. Corinne says, keep it moving. That's right. Keep it moving. Christina, she says, take the first step. I like that, especially for those beginners out there. James Rogers says, learn how to breathe. Yes, yes. Um, Let me get this name right. Kuana says, always trust your gut. All right. I like to say, always trust your training, right? (laughs) Sometimes sometimes my gut might might trick me a little bit, so... um, but we appreciate that. Thank you for your comment. We have uh, Iking Davis. You got this. One of my favorite things, right? Someone telling you that you got this gives you that inspiration to, to keep moving forward. Trisha <coughs> says, captain of your ship. And I know Tr- Trisha is a part of uh, Jeff Galloway's program or whatever. And I know that's one of his favorite sayings. So therefore, uh He told me personally as well, you are the captain of your own ship. Here's my suggestions, but you are ultimately the captain of your own ship. Does do what works for you, okay? And so when I talk about these toolboxes, your running or walking toolbox, you take all these different tips and strategies and things like that, and then which one do you need to work on today? What's gonna best suit you? The run, walk, run may not be for you, but it is for other people, right? But you, so at the end of the day, you're the captain of your own ship. I saved this last, this is last, but definitely not least. Joel Dixon says, poop before you leave. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. Yo, for real, man. This is serious stuff poop before you leave you hear me emphasizing that because i know this is something that people don't want to talk about you will never see it on the running motivation facebook group of anyone talking about this people don't like to talk about that type of stuff right but this is this is so true yo guys when i used to take a pre-workout drink when i worked for this nutrition company i used to take this pre-workout drink man And I knew I had to take that joint like an hour and a half before I ran. So imagine trying to, you know, figure out what to do. Like, all right, I'm going to go for a 5 a.m. run, but I need to get up at 4. I need to work, get up at 3.30 in order to go for the 5 mile, uh, 5 a.m. run because I got to take the pre-workout drink, give myself some time, go to the bathroom, and then go to the bathroom again before I actually go for my run. Guys, crazy. I... Again, you you can you can picture the situation. You you may have been there where you lost a glove because 
you lost a sock or something because you had nothing to go to the bathroom with. So that's why you need to go to the bathroom before you leave. But here is my tips, my advice. Okay, so I no longer drink a pre-workout drink that's going to cause me to have to do that. Intermittent fasting has helped me to run in a fasted state, which I have the energy and don't need a pre-workout drink that's going to give me energy. Now, I will say, there are, I still have some coffee. I have black coffee. So let me be totally clear. Before I go to my run, I still drink a cup of black coffee. It doesn't tear my stomach up as the pre-workout drink does, but that does still make me have to go to the bathroom. And so uh, I get that out of the way. I don't need an hour and a half now, but I get that out of the way. And then I do my race. Don't have to go to the bathroom at all or and or practice. I haven't had to go to the bathroom in the middle of a practice in a while unless, you know, I'm laughing a little bit because there have been times recently where I'm training my group and uh, I have to peel off and they're like, where did coach go? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I had to go find somewhere. So once again, make sure you get it all out before you leave. That's that's some good advice, Joel. And guys, I hope I didn't gross you out too much. Let's, uh, (laughs) these tips were amazing, short, simple, yet powerful advice to help you to captain your runnership. Um, Like I talked about, we did an episode before talking about running mantras. Perhaps you can add some of these to your next run. Let me go through some of them again. Um, Some of my favorite ones here. We have love yourself and run. Listen to your body. Appreciate the movement. Don't give up. Everything will always work out. I just felt like running. That's not my favorite one, but Adam, you you got props again, bro. Uh, Work with Tadrice Parker. (laughs) Just keep moving forward. You are amazing. Conquer the bridge. Stop when it hurts. Get out the door. It's okay to walk. Consistency is key. Keep it moving. Take the first step. Learn how to breathe. Poop before you leave. Always trust your gut. You got this. And captain of your ship. So I said I was going to say my favorite ones, but I just ran through the whole list anyway. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the week that was. I want to know from you guys, how was your week? I'll be right back. Hey, yo, hey, yo, let me stop the show real quick and tell them about Green Chef. Wait, so you interrupted my talking to tell them about Green Chef? Yeah, man, we got to let them know what it is. The other night we had sesame ginger beef patties, stirred fried broccoli, red bell pepper, and cabbage with cashews. There's no way we would have thought about making that on our own. And the beautiful thing is they deliver that box right to the door. You don't got to go to the supermarket and get all the ingredients. It's all in that box. And another thing, it takes 30 minutes to cook. That's saving you time, money, and you can use that time for running, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. And we look forward to other meals like uh, roasted chicken with lemon, crema. We got pork with balsamic tomato sauce. Come on, man. That is some serious variety. Yeah. And let me tell them about this, too, now that you guys started. It doesn't matter what diet you want. You can order a box of keto, that's keto-based. If you are or, or on paleo, you can do carb-conscious box or a balanced living box. Diverse, customizable meals. Plant-based, if you are a vegetarian or vegan, there is something for everyone. 
You can pick what days you want it delivered on, whether it's weekly, every two weeks, or every four weeks. And let me guys, let me tell you something. If you go to the, the description of this podcast, I will leave my personal link in there for you. You can get $55 off of your first box. So head over to the show notes and check out that green chef. See, man, I told you this was worth it. Okay, guys, welcome back. I want to hear from you. What best running or life advice have you received in four words or less? I can feature that on a future episode. Once again, share your story. Let's go into the week that was. Has any of the tips or strategies from our previous podcast helped your life at all? Maybe you have been listening to our podcast and you use it as a way to get ready for a wedding or some special vacation. You know, some people want to get in shape for, uh, 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 I know with COVID-19 and everything like that, people, most people are not doing cruises and things like that, but some people are. Uh, we, we just had a couple of people come back from the Dominican Republic. Um, and so people are still taking vacations. And you're still needing to maybe lose a few pounds in order to get into that nice uh, dress for the wedding or or in the bikini or something for your vacation spot. All right. We would love to hear from some of your success. Did you did you run that half marathon? Your first marathon did an ultra talk to us. Please share with me the week that was for you either through our email, coachdrees at gmail.com, friend me on Facebook, Tadrees Parker, and just uh, send me a private message. I'd love to talk to you. The week that was for me was that I reached my 1,200 miles for 2020. That was my goal, to reach 1,200 miles. Uh, Along the way, I have been able, actually, I'm over, this is, we're still in December. We have not uh, hit January yet, so I'm already over 1,200 miles. I may end the year with about 1,250 or something um, because not only did I do 100 miles a month, there were some months where I did 109, 107, and I learned my lesson from, you know, guys, I'm telling you this because if you want to set a 2021 goal, and a mileage goal is a part of that. So I've seen people do 2,020 miles for the year to represent 2020. Listen, 100 miles a month for me is good enough. I, 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 I don't even have the words. 2,020 miles to represent 2020? I mean, that's that's a lot of miles. I mean, I, I'm going to do the math. I'm going to see. That's, that's probably like 150 miles a month or something like that. Whew. Shout out to those people that's, that's doing that. Um, but a lot of us are parents and we might not have that time. I know I don't to, to do that. So shout out to them. But what I was going to say was learning my lesson is that in early 2020, it, I wanted to hit that 100 mile mark. I know I have a whole year to get 1,200 miles. But I was, I wanted to be consistent with, what do we say? Consistency pays off, right? So I wanted to make sure I hit 100 miles every month because I wasn't sure what November or December was going to bring, how bad the weather was going to be. So I wanted to pile up my miles 
um, a little bit. Now I could have piled up more if I was really concerned about November, December here in New Jersey. Uh, but to get the year off to a good start, I had to do nine miles on the last day of January. And those were like the toughest nine miles of my life. I had to do a mile in the morning before I went to work. I did a mile at lunchtime. And then after work, I had seven miles in the rain to get done so that I hit my 100 miles in the month of January. And then in February, you know, I didn't have as many miles to do on the last day. I had like five miles to do, and that was a little tough as well. So I learned my lesson in the first two months that if I create a year goal, and I have a hundred miles to do per month. That's how I'm going to hit the goal. Let me make sure that I am not backed up at the end of the week of the last week of the month trying to make up anything. So I encourage you guys to sit down, write out your plan for 2021. What do you want to see yourself do? And if, if one of your goals is to become faster, then you need to put in more miles. To become faster, you might want to bump it up to 25 miles a week. And they don't have to be all running miles either, guys. It really, really doesn't. Walking brings the same anaerobic experience as running does. You may not believe that, but it was told to me that walking brings same anaerobic experience as running does. That's actually seven words, so it's not four, but <laughs> it's okay to walk. That's what one of the Ashley Pickens said, right? Anyway, um... I'm happy to let you guys know that I I accomplished that goal. Um, Along the way, I have been able to continue my daily streak of walking and running at least a mile a day. My current streak is up to 200, I mean, uh, 424 days. um, And another streak was started along that way to the 1200, and that was doing 100 miles a month. So this this will be my 12th month in a row. I'm on a streak of doing that as well. Um, the week that was for me was that I received my final medal for 2020, which was the triple crown. And if you guys go check out the written blog that goes, that matches this podcast, you will see the Atlantic city, New Jersey marathon race series, triple crown. What that is, is that I participated in the bungalow five miler, the April fool's half marathon and the Atlantic city half marathon. So I received all three of those medals and then we got that special triple crown medal to say that you did all of them. In that photo is also my Disney half marathon medal with Donald Duck on it and my own keep calm and run to the best you virtual 5k in which I took first place male. So very proud of that medal collection and I received that this week. I took a photo of all of my favorite uh, medals from 2020. Uh, I actually got that triple crown back to back years. This is my second year doing that and having the crew with me uh, along the way and many of them receiving the triple crown as well has been amazing. And so for those that don't know, I actually coach a beginner's 5K training program. That's what it started out to be. But as they saw me taking on half marathons, they have been inspired to do them as well. And then some members have inspired their siblings to do the half marathons as well. Um, Just amazing. And this year has been challenging due to COVID-19, but I ran and trained all year as if the events were going to be live. Um, If the original date was for Sunday, April 26th, that's when I ran the race. And I was training and going for the gold. 
And due to that training and that mindset, I actually got my first and second best times in the half marathons. And uh, for a second, I want to talk about that 2020 Disney medal. Um, that will go down as a all-time great experience for me because I got a chance to run with the amazing Chris Ballard. Um, when you take a trip to another state to run, it's nice to be able to have a familiar face to run with. Um, now, we didn't run together, but it was nice a nice week or so of activity. We actually not only went to Disney and did the event, but we, we actually went on a cruise the next day. Chris and her sisters and her best friend, me and my son and my wife, we all went on a nice carnival cruise afterwards. Make your, make your running experience, take runcations and just have fun. I actually, not only did we go on that cruise for a week, but I got to Disney a week earlier uh, maybe I'm sorry. I got to Disney about four days before the event. I got a chance to take my son to see the Star Wars exhibit at uh, where was that at? Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Okay, was that it? Disney Hollywood Studios. Yes, we got a chance to go on the uh, Star Wars ex- exhibition. It was an amazing time, and so that's what makes that all special. You know. Um, the year before, I only planned to go to Disney by myself to try to see if, you know, if it's something that me and my organization can start doing on a regular basis. And Allison and Dylan was like, heck yeah, man, we want to go with you. So that started the trend. The next year, uh, not only the only person that can come was Chris Ballard. And we're, we're going to look for 2022 because 2021 is canceled due to COVID and Hopefully everything works out over this next year and the Disney run races start to happen again. And I pray and and hope that many of our New Jersey members can actually come down and run the event. Whenever it opens again, I am destined, I am determined to do the Dopey Challenge. 5K on Thursday, 10K on Friday, half marathon on Saturday, and the full marathon on Sunday. Now, guys, I have never did a full marathon to date, but with all this training I've been doing and spending less time training too, that's the beautiful thing about it is I know that I can complete a full marathon with only training with with nine miles. It's crazy. You're interested in learning it. I can show it to you. I've I've used the nine mile method for these half marathons, and that's what has been helping me get a sub two hour half marathon. So I have, and then with the run, walk, run, I I know I can do all four days and still have uh, energy to go on rides on. on, I, I might, this is what I would love to do. I would love to do the dopey challenge. I would love to, uh, maybe have a two week vacation, go to Disney, Go to the expo, start out those four races, take Monday off, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, hit the parks up after I took like a one full day of rest. So my family's going to be like, you mean to tell me we here all this time and we didn't even go to the park yet? So I got to try to do something for them. You know what I'm saying? I got to try to take them to walk. Uh, I love the Disney walk. Oh my gosh. We haven't did the, we have not bowled over there and we did not do the NBA experience. So I would like to get there, do something like plans, a little bit of stuff to do so that I'm not exhausted. But listen, 
when I went to Disney, I, I was doing the podcast at the time. I said, hey, listen, so is this your first time doing this or whatever, whatever? And he's like, yeah, I'm doing the Adobe Challenge. I said, is this your first time doing it? The first time doing it. I never ran a full marathon. I'm like, how are you doing the Adobe Challenge and you, and you never even ran a full marathon before? So being able to meet these different individuals and <laughs> meeting them for the first time, I actually got them on the podcast talking about it. So if you go back to last December or last January episode, you, you'll be able to hear that. Um, so that was the week that was in, in for myself. But I will say I posted the photo of the week, which was Lisa Diaz and her son, Dan, Daniel. Uh, receiving their I got this shirt so if from time to time our crew would have our different team shirts but then we will have that special shirt that I am running across the chest this particular shirt came out over a year ago but uh, some of our newer members did not have one and it was a reminder to them that if you drop your head which I do encourage you to keep your head up but if you do happen to drop your head and you see that message on your shirt that says I got this it will remind you to pick your head up and you do got this come on let's get to that finish line let's get to that next mile let's get to that next walk interval whatever it is that you need to get to just remind yourself you got this and she is wearing this shirt with her son so proud smiles on their faces and lisa diaz is a treasured member of our program and she just came to us in 2020 march 2020 she's in her 50s and she's out here running 5ks with me and congratulations to her for running her first 8k i talked about it a little bit last week on the podcast but uh as i start to wrap up this this episode special thanks to chris ballard Lisa Keating, Katie Ayers, those three women has really set the mold for women in our community, always signing up for the next half marathons, receiving their triple crowns. And then we have my man, Norm McCoy, right there training, getting better in his fifties every single week. Shout out to Jen Burke who is now starting to step up and do things, uh, stepping up to an 8K when she was uh, content at 5Ks. Now she's stepping it up and also being that that stable, stable person that is always at the trainings and people have voted her as the most improved member. Special love and thanks to Marie Geary, Eric Keating, Gabrielle, and Hunter our staple of our walking community. They come to our trainings, and as we are training and running and doing our thing, they're right there on the track doing their power walks, starting streaks of their own as well. Special thanks to our new members that joined us in 2020. Now, due to COVID, the list isn't that long, but I'm, I'm proud of what 2020 was able to do for us because it was able to for us to wrap our arms around the members that did come and give them as much attention as we possibly could. So we have Lisa Diaz, Tracy Ferguson, we have Gabrielle Cruz, and we had Angelina Hawk, that she is an online participant who was able to come down from Cape May, New Jersey, down to Gapsekin and run our virtual 5K in September. This was so special to me because her and her husband actually to be closer to us, they spent the night in Atlantic City, had a nice dinner so that they can be closer for race morning. It was a virtual event. 
and they were able to do it together as husband and wife. And I mean, just to be able to create something like this and see how much effort that they put into it as online participants meant a lot to me. It also meant that I'm providing a good service for those that can't even make it to us because they're not around from around here. To be able to help Danielle Celesi run the Chicago Half Marathon, I mean the Chicago Marathon, and I still have not met her in person, means the world to me. And then to have Joanna Robbins, shout out to her, also joined us in 2020, run 5Ks. I have not ran a 5K with her yet. Typically, when we all in New Jersey together, we meet up and we do these races together, but because of her work schedule, and she has three daughters, she actually competed in a wine 5K with her daughter. Her daughter actually won a medal, either first or second in her age group. I mean, come on. This is what makes this so special because uh, parents can train with their children and participate in events. Uh, whether you are 40, 50 years old and you have that teenager, you can't go play football, high school football with them. You can't you know, run up and down the court playing basketball with them in a high school event? No. But you know what y'all can do? You can sign up to a 5K half marathon and have a blast doing it along the way. Even if you got separated, just being there together is the most important thing. Guys, we're going to ask you, please do us a favor. If you found our podcast helpful, please do us a favor and go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and leave a review. Your review may be the difference of us being found and also someone pressing play on this episode. And it may change someone's life. Okay. Angelina Hawk came to us because she heard the Carl Tate story. And that Carl Tate story was shared by one of his friends. So share this on social media. We really appreciate it. We'd like to take time to introduce our new program that's coming out to start the new year, right? We're introducing Run Into the New Year for a Great Cause. The cause is, the program is actually going to be called Run for Autism, eight-week run, walk, 5K training for those beginners out there. And the eight-week program will lead you to a either virtual 5K if you're not from around here, okay, from New Jersey, I should say. If you're not from around here, you can actually participate in the 5K virtually. It's only $30 to sign up, and the proceeds part, uh, major part of the proceeds will go to Faces for Autism, which helps uh, families who has children that's autistic, teach them their motor skills, teach them how to live as like Anthony, okay? He's he's a grown man now. He's like 18, 19 years old. So they're teaching them life skills that they can use um, as they age as well. And so you can sign up for our eight-week program. If you're locally, you would will train with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays in a safe environment. We practice our social distancing. We're allowed to go outside in New Jersey and run um, just at our safe distance, okay? We would like to, your eight-week registration will take care of the training as well as the race event on February 27th. So Saturday, February 27th, we are calling it a private 5K because this is not broadcast to, to get 300 people there. This is going to be private. We can section off, you know, 20 people can take off at a time. So space is limited. Sign up for this information today. Okay. The, the information is in the show notes. And as I wrap up this episode, once again, I'd like to thank you for listening. 
Remember, we're just one run or walk away from a good day, a good week, a good life. So keep calm and run to the best you, my friends. I'll talk to you next week.